On this episode of Tell Me What You Know, things get trippy. The conversation starts with Miracle Berries, nature's little taste bud confuser. Pop one of these in your mouth and send your taste buds on a ride. Anything sour is suddenly sweet. And then we're waking up at 3 a.m., doing all our chores, baking a turkey, and trying not to murder anyone. Yes, we're sleepwalking. This parasomnia disorder is mostly experienced by children, but when the adult brain is stressed or drunk, it may mean you are going for a ride. Don't you dare fall asleep during this episode of Tell Me What You Know. What's going on, everybody? Today is Thursday, February the 6th, and this is episode 41 of Tell Me What You Know. And I'm in a mood. That's right. <laughs> I just drove down here. I've had a long day. In the rain. Yes, but I'm happy to be here in the recording studio. Our last Tell Me More episode started with a nice cold opening. Yes. That was a mistake. Oops. But it kind of worked. Yeah, it worked out okay. Yeah, I kind of liked it. Well, Did you thing. end up listening to it again? No, I need to. I okay. haven't listened to it yet. But yeah, no, it's just us talking. I'm sure your heart dropped when, as soon as you like, you're like, well, oh, I did not we know. We could have been talking about some stuff. That's right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. who knows what we could have been talking about. We are a bit uncouth from time to time. Yeah. You know, we put on a face That's right. when we do this. This is not who I really am. It's a I'm an shtick. asshole. It's a shtick. It's a shtick. Uh, that being said, we have some stuff to get through tonight. <laughs> Let's get down to business. Let's get down to brass tacks here. Yeah. Let's pump through it. Do you have anything else you want to talk about before we start? Uh, I've got nothing. No. I, yeah, I've got nothing. I could probably find something, but no, I okay. don't. Perfect. Great. Michael, <laughs> tell me what you know about flavor tripping. <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, I love this idea, though. Yeah. As you like, kind of put two words together, I'm yep. like, I like flavors, mm-hmm. and uh, I could get down with a trip. Yeah. Uh, is this where you like overload on some kind of flavor? Like like uh, Cheetos. I want to have as much <laughs> Cheeto flavors as I can, and I'm going to stuff my face with Until Cheeto. It tastes like Cheetos. Cool Ranch. Right. Uh, it's like when just, you say the word tree too many times in a row, and it starts to not sound like a word anymore. Right. It's like, oh, why? This yeah. is just a sound. No, that's not what it is at it's all. It's not, not what it is yeah. at all? Uh, okay. Well, tell me what it is. So essentially, let's say that you could trick your taste buds, the sensories, the sensory, uh, what do they call them? The... Taste buds. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. The receptors. The receptors. Sensory receptors on your taste buds uh-huh. to think they're tasting something they're not. Like I could be tasting a pizza, but I think I'm tasting broccoli. You could be drinking vinegar and it's like, oh, this is really sweet. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, there's this berry called the Miracle Berry. Mm. It's from West Africa. Of course. Uh, and essentially what this berry does, the pulp of it, it hijacks your taste buds and makes things taste differently than they should. Uh, essentially, it makes... Or specifically, it makes sour things taste sweet. I wonder why. Yep. Well, there's a protein in it, right? Uh-huh. The, so the formal term for the fruit is Sincepalum dulcificum. Okay. Yep. Great. Yep. It's a red berry native to West Africa. First found or just like not discovered, but first heard about by Westerners in the, or in the 1700s when they saw these African tribes uh, consuming it before drinking like sour wine and that kind of thing. Huh. Yeah. Do you have a question? Yeah. Well... Yeah, so you eat it, and then the things right after it taste. Correct. Okay. Yes. And I'll just stop here and say that I have purchased <laughs> two bags of these berries. You could purchase them? They'll be here tomorrow. Oh, yeah. And so for a follow-up episode, we're going to do some of this. We'll do a little video. We're going to do some flavor tripping. Oh, I love this. Yes. Have you found a... V- no, I want to ask this question yes. later. Okay. So uh, it was brought to the U.S. by botanists in the 1960s. Um, and so at this point, the scientists were able to kind of isolate the protein mm-hmm. that had this effect, right? Makes things makes things taste sweet. The protein was given the name miraculin, obviously, right? Naturally, uh, and so what it does is the, the protein will bind to the receptors on your taste buds and it activates the sweet receptors so that they fire off. And they basically recognize uh, things that are acidic as sweet. 
Huh. It sounds like something Willy Wonka would want. It, for sure. You know? Like an everlasting gun. An everlasting, yeah. Yeah, one of those yeah. things. Exactly. It's essentially a Willy Wonka candy. Right? Yeah, that's what it sounds like. So the berry itself is small red, and it's mostly seed, right? Uh-huh. The majority of it is this, like bitter seed inside of it, but the pulp is uh, very potent. Huh. Um, so you need to like put this pulp on your tongue for a little while, make sure you cut it, coat your tongue with this pulp. Okay. Yeah. Uh, right. The berry, I think it tastes like a less flavorful cranberry from what I've read. I got a lot okay. of this from How Stuff Works. Great. Yeah. Yeah. So thanks for that, How Stuff Works. <laughs> Good shout out there. Go check them out. They're awesome. Uh, the effect, so you need to keep it on your tongue for about a minute and the effect wears off after about an hour, at which point you know, saliva is kind of washed away the, the remnants of the pulp, right? And so do you have to eat, you have to eat something sour and then it's and then it tastes sweet. But it can't just be any flavor, just tastes sweet. Some stuff changes. Okay. I have a list of some things that we can look at, right? Okay. Okay. You can't cook them though because heat destroys proteins. Mm-hmm. So you can't do like a cooked berry, well, I don't know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, Got to go raw. We start thinking about it. Okay, well, how about diabetics or people who want to have like a low sugar diet, that kind of thing, right? Right. right. This could help for sure. Mm-hmm. And so there's a Miracle Fruit Cafe in Japan. Where every single meal is under 100 calories, 100 <laughs> calories, and it's all like nasty, bitter bullshit, and they just give you a miracle berry before your your you meal. You come in, you get a berry, yeah, and then you wait eat, a minute, and it's supposed to be like a cool experience. You get like nasty ice cream, but it tastes like sweet ice cream. <laughs> Could the ice cream be packed with some nutrients that you maybe like? That's what I mean. Like yeah. you want to make broccoli taste better, you want cauliflower right. to taste better. I don't think it works exactly that way. It's but, mostly like the acidic receptors right. are. are Kind of gone haywire, right? Mm-hmm. They're rewired a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would be cool if you could do that. Yeah. I mean, who well, it seems like it's the beginning of that right. idea. Right. But this is like a naturally occurring thing, though, as well, right? Right. So we have to figure right. out what where this other thing is. And it's probably like the ink of some poisonous fish. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Um, well, you got to think, you know, there's some evolutionary reason for for this berry to exist yeah. to do this, to do this to another animal. Yeah. Maybe. You know? Exactly. Exactly, yeah. Keep eating these things and stuff tastes sweet. Mm-hmm. The berries are kind of expensive because they do rot quickly. Mm-hmm. So I think people have started like freeze drying them. They figured out how to do that kind of thing. And I've loved that I found a uh, a controversy over these things. Right? Great. So essentially, oh, let me go back one page. Sorry. Um, in the 1970s, these two guys, Robert Harvey and Don Emery, formed a company to try and make diabetic pr- products for diabetics. Right? Using this miracle berry. Uh huh. They were going to do like chewing gum and stuff like that, all that, all the stuff that they can't have because of the sugar. And they got, uh, they had a contact at the FDA and essentially were under the impression that they were going to classify this as generally safe to use, right? Generally recognized as safe, which means that you don't have to go through like years of testing and all that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, their backers wanted them to get, to focus not just on diabetics. So they started uh, doing other products. They made popsicles and they had kids, I think in Massachusetts, they said there was like sh- lo- popsicles loaded with sugar. And there were normal. There were popsicles using miraculin, and they asked, and the, the miraculins were chosen 100 percent of the time. Really? Yes. Wow. Uh, I believe 100 percent of the time. Let's see. <laughs> every time, yeah, every time. Uh, after this popsicle tasting, the two guys started noticing they were being followed. The popsicle lobby. <laughs> I don't know what it was. That cars were driving <laughs> slowly past them. People were taking photographs of them. Uh, later in the year, they showed up to their office, and it had just been ransacked, with like FDA papers everywhere, all this kind of stuff. Uh, Slugworth, essentially, yeah, right. So, like, they then they got a, a letter saying that they would have to be it would be classified as a food additive, and they didn't have the money for the years of testing right, after right, that. Right. So the company folded. Huh. Yeah. So it's like it's big That's sugar. Quite a business is big sugar to blame? Is it? Uh, oh, for sure. Right. 
they've like I think they've come out and said the so this from from this how stuff works article. They said the Sugar Association has denied any involvement in the Calorie Control Council and association. Uh, sorry, I was being really fast there. The Sugar Association had denied any involvement, and the Calorie Control Council, an association of artificial sweetener manufacturers, <laughs> has refused to answer questions. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's obvious they didn't want it to happen, right? Do you think they tried it and were like, we got to get rid of these things immediately? These are too good. I guess. I don't know. I mean, it's like uh, essentially, you know, the fruit can be legally grown, but it can't be used in foods, right? Because it has to go as like an additive now. Right. But then why can't somebody just, you know, an investor pay a little more money? Well, I guess they could get now. A little I don't more. know what the deal is now. Maybe <laughs> it's maybe this thought it was just a bad idea. Right. But who knows? Well, uh, yeah. Government and these regulations, yeah. they're ways that uh, people can flex. Oh, yeah. Nike had to go through a big thing about important shoes. Yeah. And and then they, they were they, they were going to get yeah, they, they didn't get ransacked, but they were going to have yeah. a, a they had a massive bill come mm. on their desk and they they were fighting it for years. Uh it's in um Shoe Dog the book. It's oh, pretty right. good. Yeah. Have you but, talked about that on this podcast? Before? Uh I think we did one that actually did Oh right, Phil Knight. Phil we I think we did, but we didn't release that episode. Oh, we didn't, did we? That's I right. I, might, I might bring it back. Okay. I don't know. We were in a That's mood. the only one we haven't released. I yeah, think. we yeah. I anyway. guess we have one in the tank if we ever want to release it. Just kind of, I just yes. didn't really like the episode. That's right. Anyways. That's right. Um, so, so these are going to be here tomorrow? They'll be here tomorrow, and I think maybe we could do it tomorrow, honestly. We I mean, it's a it Friday? Out. Yeah. I don't want to see if Scott's coming in, because I know he wants to do this. Yeah, I mean, no, I'm not doing it without Scott. We need everybody here. We're not making a flavor trip without here's Scott. A, <laughs> flavor trip. <laughs> what's the point? I think we need Guy Fieri here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here's what we're going to eat. Lemons and limes, of course. Uh-huh. I've watched videos. People take bites out of lemons, and they're like, "This is tastes are, like amazing lemonade." Are we gonna try and, and do this scientifically? Like, yeah, we'll break it up in a block. You know, yeah, we'll break them up for sure. We'll do them like one one thing, and each person will taste one thing at a time. From, from something sourest to sure, least yeah, sour, or at least we, sour to sourest. Yeah, maybe we could do that, or we could just like try and go at it, right? <laughs> so or we could just grapefruits. Go wild. We're gonna try that uh-huh. as well. Uh, we're gonna drink apple cider vinegar. Okay. Uh, salt and vinegar chips, I think we should oh, try. yeah. Yeah. Pickles. Uh-huh. Um, some spicy things like peppers I want to try because mm-hmm. they're kind of they're acidic as well, right? Mm-hmm. Let's see. What else do we have? What if we did one of those like, like an airhead or... A warhead. Maybe. Warhead. Yeah. Airhead, yeah. We could try that. Uh, so those are the ones that are like the trippiest foods to try from the list I saw. Okay. The sort of trippy foods, which I think will be good as well. Uh, green apples. Uh-huh. Uh, goat cheese. They say it tastes like icing. Yeah. Crazy. Kiwi. If we can find some unripe strawberries, we'll go for that. Uh, unripe strawberries. Yeah. Tabasco sauce. Huh. So, so like hot sauce. We'll go to uh, Chipotle. Oh, oh and, uh, and a Guinness. And, and tequila. Tequila apparently is like, just tastes great. Let's do it at the end of the day. Yeah. We'll do tequila and oh, a Guinness. Because like Guinness is just like, tastes like iced coffee or something. Yeah, delicious. Yeah. Oh, I like this a lot. So that's the list of foods we're going to try when we flavor trip. Excellent. We will report back. We'll just record it live, actually, I think. Let's record it live. Yeah. We'll, we'll do it live. We'll do it live. Fuck it. We'll do it live. I Perfect. love that. That's flavor. That's a quick crash course on flavor tripping. Well, we'll report back with more, of course. We're going to go into another little uh, experience of the mind. Okay, Michael, tell me what you know about sleepwalking. Oh, um, well, I think it's that your body is awake, but your brain is still asleep. <laughs> Maybe yeah, sort of. Yeah, sort of. I don't think I've ever. I've never been told that I slept walk before. Yeah. Um, have you ever been uh, drunk sleeping? So sometimes this happens For when sure. you're definitely like, and you get up and you go do something. You're in like a weird state. Yes. Yeah. That so, I've done before. Yeah. Uh, so the scientific term is called 
Somna ambulism. Somna ambulism. Naturally. Right? Yes. That's perfect. Uh, so it's getting up and walking around while you're sleeping. Mm-hmm. Duh. Uh, it's most common in children, although okay. they usually grow out of it by their teens. Yes. And it does exist in adults. In fact, today at lunch, two adults said they sleepwalk, one of which was Scott. Oh. Maybe I'm exposing a medical background thing for him. I apologize. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, some of the behaviors people do, they get out of bed, they walk around, they sit up in bed, maybe they open their eyes and like look around, maybe like really benign things like this. They go, yeah, they go to the bathroom, they have a glazed, glassy look expression. Uh, they don't respond to communication. There was a, uh, a Rugrats episode where Tommy Pickles' dad, Stu, was sleepwalking and they thought he was a monster because he would like go and make uh, omelets think... and stuff and they thought he was just like a, a oh, mommy, a zombie. Oh, yeah. yeah, he comes around and they're freaking out yep. and they're, uh cradle yeah that's right uh they can be difficult to wake up during an episode so they're like in a deep state of sleep mm-hmm. uh and they can be disoriented they don't remember it right. uh that's i guess one aspect of this they don't remember doing this um and they have problems functioning during the day because of the disturbed sleep so it, it, okay. it does have some aspect they don't have like a regenerative mm-hmm. time uh and sleep terrors are also in addition to sleepwalking okay I didn't go into sleep terrors, but I think that's just where you start screaming. Yeah. I think that's what it is, too. Yeah. And then Todd says, there's nothing terrifying about the (laughs) night. (laughs) Uh, Wedding crush. Painting as a gift, Todd. Um, They can start doing routine activities. Mm -hmm. They can start getting ready for work. And then all of a sudden, they wake up and be like, why did I start getting ready for work? It's 3 a.m. Right. Why did I do this? Uh, They could drive a car. Kind of scary. Is that like ambient induced typically? Or is that just like So a, I didn't go fully into yeah. like but I do think under certain medications mm-hmm. uh it can make you do things it can promote sleepwalking. Right. And I think we don't know that much about sleep in general. Hmm. Uh like looking into it and I was actually watching a, a Rogan podcast with this guy Matt Walker mm-hmm. who is been studying sleep and he's they've done a lot of research about sleep and he's now coming out with a bunch of findings that I mean if you don't get enough sleep or, or if you go like a day without sleeping, you're, you're basically legally drunk. Yeah. It's crazy. And uh, when, when you're sleeping, your brain is actually like cleaning itself. Again, I'm not going to go into the super science on this episode, but right. but there is a, a restorative nature to this that's not just muscles or, mm-hmm. or hormones or anything. It's like your brain is literally getting rid of the waste that it creates during the day while thinking. Right. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, you can leave the house. A lot of different stories I'll get to. Uh, engage in unusual behavior, engage in sexual activity. Uh, sometimes you can injure yourself. You can, like, like, Ooh, the sexual people, activity one's scary. Could be. Don't know what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. But people, if you, people that are, are ideally prone with, to this, yeah. maybe shouldn't live in tall buildings. Yeah. You, you jump out the window or something. You're, you're, you're yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of freaky. Yeah. Uh, so kind of also made me kind of go into a little bit of this, but. There are five stages of sleep. Mm. So uh, stage one is a transitional phase. It's kind of like floating in and out of consciousness. And then stage two, which you spend 50% of the night spent in this stage. Mm-hmm. It's a non, non-REMS phase. Mm-hmm. Uh, your core body temperature decreases. Heart rate slows down. And your brain waves slow. Which went on me on a quick other little tangent. What are brain waves? There's like electromagnetic pulses that yeah. make your nerves work, right? Very good, Thank Michael. You, number one. Yeah. Brainwaves are produced by synchronized <laughs> electrical pulses from masses of neurons yeah, communicating with each other. Electropulses. That's nuts, yeah. though, when you kind of think about like what's going on in your body. Freaky stuff, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. And then stages three and four are very similar. 
Stages three or four are characterized as the deep stages of sleep and are often the hardest of times to wake up from. Mm. Uh, if you try to wake somebody up in this stage, they're usually groggy. That takes that's that's when people are like, what? Huh? Huh? Mm-hmm. What's going on? Wait, what? <laughs> uh, this is the restorative part of sleep. This is so a REM this, cycle? Uh, no. This ah. is a, no, So REM is actually stage five. Ah. Uh, you only you spend about twenty percent of the time sleeping in REM. Yeah, uh, that's when you're mostly dreaming. Okay, uh, your body's turned off, but you're 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 thinking of different things. Yeah, your rapid eye mo- rapid eye movement REM. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, th- these are actually parts where you have uh, desynchronized brain waves. And it, what's weird is that your brain waves can actually get turned up when you're sleeping. Like your brain activity can be off the charts when you're when you're asleep. Mm-hmm. Kind of opposite of what you might normally think yeah. you go to bed you, you turn off no it's like your brain's activity is cleaning itself it's doing stuff it's thinking about things it's teaching yourself System new upgrades. skills sort of i know kung fu there i think i do i think another topic could be just about sleep and mm. kind of about this but yeah i mean if you're studying for a test we'll they both say go get to, sleep studies so this is what i was going to say i think we could do a little sleep study together and together <laughs> in separate rooms do you have a uh, couple's special for sleep study, studies could you study us sleeping yeah. in the same room together <laughs> yeah. uh what one aspect of this is when you're sleeping in a strange place you're more likely to have maybe a night terror or hmm. weird dreams okay uh or sleepwalk uh it's just because i think you're like your brain isn't at it's not calm it's not right. at rest right so it's it's sort of on edge it's anxious yeah yeah um but yeah, so sleepwalking most happens during stage three, so a pretty deep stage of sleep. But right. you're uh, walking around doing stuff. So yeah, some weird stories. Uh, yeah, sex sleepwalking. Mm. Read some stories about people waking up and they're like going down on their partner. Oh wow! And then in, if it's like a new boyfriend or girlfriend and they don't know what's going on, uh, yeah, they, I would imagine that's tough. Well, I was reading about this one. This one guy was telling this story. He's like his girlfriend does yeah. does this, and uh, the she first, sleepwalks. Sleep sex. Sleep sexes. <laughs> and sleep she, bangs. Sleep bangs. Okay. And so he woke up and was like, no, I don't want it right now. Yeah. I don't want it. But she's like. Would not stop. No, she's really deep part of sleep. Woke up the next day, I had to call her and be like, hey, I'm really sorry. I didn't want sex last night. She was like, actually, I, I like to have sex when I'm sleeping. Sorry. Maybe that's something you say like and then he kind before of got into you it. go to bed. <laughs> yeah. Well, then after the t- times two through 100, he right. was really into it. Right. <laughs> uh, Jeez. Yeah, they so actually people- broke up with his real girlfriend, uh, the other <laughs> sleepwalking version. Uh, you have people put on their put on their clothes. They they eat. They mm-hmm. go to the refrigerator and get food. They come back and they wake up the next morning and like mustard all over the bed. Yeah, they made a five course meal and yeah. <laughs> burn the, and turkey. burn the house down and burn the house down. Yeah, yeah. somebody's burning. That absolutely has happened to people. Uh, they walk to their friends' houses and they walk to like their grandmother's houses. Just like, their family, like, familiar. They, yeah, they, it's because they're doing a routine. They're thinking about something. This can be kind of dangerous in places like Nebraska in the winter when you got to walk two miles to your grandmother's yeah, house or and anywhere it's you have to cross degrees, the street. Crossing the street. I wonder if your brain is still doing this, the common things like looking it's pretty. It's pretty burned into your brain about yeah, looking both ways. Well, I don't want to get hit by a car. Brain's still on. Uh, some ways yeah. i don't know maybe yeah but yeah i mean what if you got to your house and uh when like polar vortexes happen <laughs> and uh people get drunk and then they they kill themselves outside they don't they're not yeah bundled up enough yeah they're not bundled up enough. or something if they stay outside long enough they're gonna yeah. die uh but yeah it's pretty crazy uh read a story about somebody they went they went camping mm-hmm. and they were you know spent all day looking at bears catching salmon and then late at night in the tent they just get up and they go walking 
here in Wolves. Jesus. Going to get killed. Yeah. Going to get killed. Is Did you find any truth to people being more aggressive when they've been woken up out of a? I have not. I did not read anything about just people stepbrothers? being. <laughs> that could just be stepbrothers. <laughs> okay. I, uh, <laughs> they start beating was, the shit out of everybody. Was he like making a peanut butter sandwich? Uh, it was like, I can't remember. He, was, he put uh, the sofa cushions in the, in the oven and like purses <laughs> in the refrigerator. And, uh, I need to watch that movie again. Yeah, it's great. Uh, so what about a crime? Oh. Yeah. So in Arizona, Phoenix, January 17th. Surprise. January state. 16th. I know. Everything happens in Arizona. Yes. January 16th, 1997. Scott Fowler went to bed. He said the next thing he remembers is police swarming his home and arresting him for killing his wife of 20 years. Sounds like a, an excuse to me. He stabbed her 44 times and then drowned her in the family pool. Neighbors stated that they heard screams and dogs barking as they called 911. This got dark. Why are you talking like that? I don't know. <laughs> you make me very uncomfortable. <laughs> uh, that's, that's screwed up, man. I mean... Was the guy? Is it, it was an excuse? Did it, what they? I mean, they, he was found guilty. I'm sure he was found guilty. Yeah, but didn't go. Didn't get the electric chair. Didn't get killed. Got life in prison though. Uh, they said the jury. I, I I don't know how I feel about this. It, what if he really was sleeping? He woke up. Is that a defense? You think that's a defense? It's like I a. Don't know. It's like how do you pe- prove it? People plead insanity, temporary insanity. Yeah, they're still locked Crimes up. Crimes of right? passion. Uh, I think they get like chances of parole in 20 years or something. Maybe get, yeah, maybe he's got a chance of parole. Uh, no. Uh, no life, no parole. No. He's currently in prison and he's a good prisoner. He's a good prisoner. He works in the library. That's what I read he's about. Got a little pet Scott Fowler. <laughs> maybe we can get Scott on the... Maybe not. Maybe I was happy for was a slumber party. Michael. Having he's having a, a gentle human being. He just had a okay, night well, He's got to go home by 10 p.m. then. <laughs> he can't he come can't out on the weekends. can't stay over. Uh... That's basically all I got on sleepwalking. I think it's pretty pretty nuts. Yeah, it's kind of. I, I haven't. I guess if you don't do it, you don't think about it often. Yeah. I've, well, it makes me th- just think think about the brain and yeah. our mind just constructs our reality. And so basically, even when we're not sleeping, we're still just all hallucinating. None of this could be here. Oh, we could be just banging our heads against the wall. Tell me what you know. Well, did you watch like the Matrix Four? <laughs> what's it called well the our brain waves are communicating with each other through pulses what's really going on here yeah hey we didn't know about viruses for a long time and right. then and then we figured it out maybe there's something much weirder going on with consciousness hmm. dreams that we don't even know about we're actually living in a simulation it's true i think that probably makes a little sense i'm actually laying in a in a glass vial Right now, basically, just like in a giant. We're probably on a, a huge spaceship going someplace, and this is all just a construct to keep should, ourselves entertained. Should write a movie about this. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a few. I think it'd be good. <laughs> Excellent. But, uh, yeah. So let's sleepwalking. Two trippy topics today. Yeah. Well, we will uh, follow up then with the uh, the Miracle Berry taste test, which will happen in the next week or so. I'm sure people are going to want to do them immediately. I think oh, what, sure. what I get, what, what I ordered were actually these like little dissolvable pills that have the protein in it. So it's not like actual berry. It's not going to rot. That makes sense. Uh, so we can do... They're not straight from Ghana. Correct. Yeah. Correct. So we'll do that next week or maybe maybe tomorrow. We'll see what happens. But definitely next week probably. I could be up for tomorrow. We can maybe do a little practice run. I mean, if they come in, it's going to be so hard to not try one. Yeah. I mean, we're going to... Yeah. <laughs> the only thing I would want to know it's going to wear off because I do want to eat stuff normal. Oh, there's ton- tons of videos of people doing this and like it's... I got it on Amazon. It's not like some, like, I didn't get off the Silk Road. <laughs> I traded a kidney for 15 of these Miracle Berries. <laughs> hey, I really want stuff to taste sweet when it's sour. That's right. That's right. 
All right. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, Have a great weekend. We will see you guys next week. See ya.